recording, you may hang up or press one for more options. Dad, I fucked up. Don't use Sundown Town in, in any situation. A Sundown Town is not what we think it is. It doesn't have anything to do with everything closing after sundown. It's really bad. What's up, guys? I'm Andrew, and I'm your host. I'm Carrie, and I'm your co-host. And you're listening to the Drunken Panda Cast. If you haven't already, make sure you leave some voice messages so that we can read them off on our next episode. Otherwise, let's jump on into this. Buckle up. Here we go. Uh, are you religious? <laughs> I was raised Lutheran, but okay. I left the religion when I was 14 or 15. Okay. So now I am non-religious, atheistic. I'm not, like, opposed to the ideas of religion. So I am just not religious. Okay. But you are, you're, you said you're atheist. You don't believe in a higher power at all? No. Okay. Not so, even the fridge goddess. Wow. Wow. Um... Shady, At I least, so, well, listen, I have that mentality of, if there's a cook, he he learned from a book, right? Okay. So somebody had to write, write that book, right? Someone had to write it? Ha- somebody had to write that book, <laughs> write that book, right? Somebody had to write that book, right? I mean, maybe. So, so you're saying that, well, how, how else did that book come into existence? Well, this magic. Okay, who created that magic? Science. Okay, who created that science? It's just going to continue until you believe that there's like something, something out there has to be higher than us. We live in an, in a galaxy yeah. of millions. Well, at least you're not the stupid fuck. Oh, my cousin, have I told you about my cousins? Just the one. Okay, so my my cousins believe that the entire universe was created so that humankind can go and populate it. They oh. don't believe in any anything. There, there is no no living life on other planets that's not allowed and can't exist because God didn't make it that way. That's what my cousins believe. Oh. So, at least you're not at the other extreme. You're at one extreme, yeah. but you're not at the other extreme. It could be worse. Like I mean, my, I guess my question for you then is who created God? The Fridge Goddess, obviously. Who created the Fridge Goddess? The creator of the refrigerator. The Frigidaire. <laughs> the refrigerator did. Okay. Where the refrigerator come from a higher power who created the higher power another higher power it just continues like you have to believe that that's why i have to believe that there's a higher power because it's just going to continue who's going to create what who's going to create what because there's got to be a higher power out there you know like because we can't we can't just like why do we believe what we believe i mean i believe in evolution but i believe i also believe there's a big bang like there's there was a big bang but there's got to be something that caused that Big Bang. And that's what I believe, is that something had to have caused that Big Bang. Rather it be the end of the universe, or of the old universe, and starting a new universe, or if it's God making, snapping everything into existence. Like, I, I believe something out there. I believe there's something. something there's got to be someone out there. Something out there. I would lean... Par- powerful, more powerful than we are. I would lean more towards it's the end of one universe collapsing and then kind of... Hitting hands and a new one. Yeah. I don't know what was there before, obviously. A higher power. No. (laughs) Fear Tootsie Roll, Adam, for uh, context there. But (laughs) don't know how long that's been on your floor. Um, You're going to eat it, though. Gross. I hate Tootsie Rolls. But no, I was raised Lutheran. You spit it back up. I was raised... With a very open mind. I wasn't raised religious. I was raised. I, my mother was. My mother didn't raise me religious. She she raised me to question every other religion. Okay. And that's what I do. I go and question people's religions. Yeah. You know what I could tell you guys about? 
What? I could tell you about my experience leaving the church. Okay, let's hear about the, your experience leaving the church. All right, so what do you know about Lutheranism? Nothing. I don't know anything about it. Okay, have you even heard of it before? I've heard of Lutheranism. It's when... Okay, so basically, Lutheranism started back in the day. Okay. So we're talking in the 1520s, 16th, early 16th century kind of era. Um, started with the Roman Catholic Church, which was really the big thing back in the day. So this was right after the Black Death, when the population of Europe was totally decimated. It actually created a new lower, middle, and high class, right? Okay. And Martin Luther belonged to that middle class. So he was very high up in the political movements as far as, like, his position. Um, I don't believe, don't even, um, he wasn't obviously like the Pope or anything, but he did have some pull. And he kind of got fed up with how the church was treating its citizens, because the church at the time was more powerful essentially than the government. The church was essentially the government. Everybody went to church. Yep. What the church said went. Okay. And he was getting really tired of it. He's like, you know, there's a lot of people that are poor. There's a lot of people that are starving in your streets right now. A lot of people who are homeless and dirty and don't have anything. And instead of helping them when you're taking donations every Sunday, you are building new churches. You're building new houses. You are furnishing your homes. You're buying new robes. So kind of like what's going on with the Christian community right now. Yes. Okay. Um, he got super upset about it. And he wrote out basically a giant paper called the 95 Theses. Theses. That's, I don't know how to pronounce it. Thesisms. Thesisms. And he nailed it to the church door. Okay. Which at the Every time. Every church or just one? Just one specific one in Wittenberg. Okay. And at the time, churches were kind of like the social center of everything. If so you wanted to, it. yeah. Yeah, if you wanted to know what was going on, you would go to the church, you would read what was posted on the door, um, and he posted it there. Okay. And that was on October 31st. Halloween? Yes. That's bad. And that was considered the beginning of the Protestant movement was when he nailed those to the door. Okay. So then he basically shit hit the fan. Obviously. He wrote out a bunch of these, like a bunch of different um, versions of the same thing sent them to a lot of people, sent them up to the Pope as well. Okay. Had a huge meeting with the Pope and other high-level political leaders, and they said, basically, you need to recant what you wrote to us within 60 days, or you're being ex excommunicated. Okay, excommunicated. Excommunicated, thank you. And he's like, I think the fuck not. And they're like, get the fuck out, you trick-ass bitch. So, <laughs> he, on... Da, 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 on January 3rd, 1521, he was excommunicated by Leo X um, in the bull Decet Romanum something Latin. So the basis of Lutheranism is if you essentially strip down a lot of the shit in Catholicism, if you take away a lot of the everything needs to be big and bright and grand and we need all these candles, we need all these pillars, and just kind of leave it as this is the scripture. We are going to interpret it as we wish, and we're going to put a lot of our work back into the community. This is not the shorthand of this. Oh, trust right? me, it is. Oh my God. It's three minutes. Okay, keep it's going. It's three and a half keep minutes. Keep going, keep going. Okay. It's putting me to sleep now. That's not that entertaining. I'm sorry. I know it's not. It's religion. It's not going to be. Okay. Anyways. So the specific faction of it that I belong to was ECLA. It's either ECLA or UCLA. It's, I think it's ECLA. I never remembered it. I never bothered to learn it. And it basically is like the most forgiving out of all the Christian factions. Okay. So it was like the first one to recognize um, women as religious figures. Okay. So like women pastors, the first that let women run churches, the first that married gay people, okay. the first that had trans pastors. Amazing. That I promise that matters. Okay. So as far as me leaving the church, I started questioning my faith when I was in middle school, continued questioning it, and fast forward a little bit, um, I was talking to my guidance counselor 
who is actually the wife of the pastor of our church. Oh boy. And how old is how old are you at this time? I'm in middle school, so I was like twelve. Okay. You're just entering your, your edgy teen phase. Yeah, I was okay. just entering my edgy teen phase. I had just recently come out. Okay. Um, and my life is very turvy at the moment. I yeah. was in her office a lot because I was also dealing with some other stuff and self-harm stuff. Okay. And she's like, you know, I, I hope you realize she's talking to me. She's like, you know, I know you go to our church and that's all great. And I was like, yep, yep. That's true. And I told her, I was like, I'm not really sure if I'm leaving this religion anymore. She got real offended by that. <laughs> she got real butthurt and... She's like, well, you know, we do gar- we do marry gay people in our church. I was like, that's her excuse. Or you yeah. Have to- wow. Yeah. She's like, you know, okay. you know, if you're thinking about leaving because of like the whole gay thing, that's how she said it was the whole gay thing. You know, we do marry gay people in our church. That is fine. We do hold services. I was like, that's not really my problem, but thank you. I think <laughs> that's so, really bad. Yeah. Fast forward a year, I'm in confirmation classes. Do you what know? Is that? Okay. Basically, when you're born, you're baptized, and then when you're in your teens, you get confirmed, which is basically like, I still believe in this. This is still important to me. Oh, no. So you have to take a bunch of classes. It's like three years of classes every Wednesday for like an hour something a day, or an hour something every Wednesday, where you basically talk about faith, talk about religion, learn about it, learn the scripture, all this shit. And I was not super into it. There's a bunch of people my age in a room who did not want to be there, but they fed us pizza and salad. Oh, amazing. Beforehand. So we'd show up, it would be like an hour and a half long thing. We'd get dinner, we'd eat our dinner, and then we'd go into Jesus stuff for an hour. Okay. Why don't you just get the dinner and then leave? I did that. Okay, good. I'm glad so, somebody does. Like... When I eventually was starting to leave, I was like, okay, instead of going into the room, because they don't like contact your parents if yeah. you don't show up or whatever. I would just sit out in the reading nook and then like play on my phone or like bring a book or something. Well, eventually I was like, wow, that pizza smells really fucking good and I'm hungry and I paid for that pizza because you have to pay for these classes. Yeah. So I'd go in, I'd get my pizza, I'd get my salad, and then I'd either try to dip out right as like the opening prayer was starting or like right as it had finished. And I'd be like, oh, I'm going to go to the bathroom real quick. I grab my shit and skedaddle, yeah. and I just sit in the lobby. <sighs> Problem with that was, my mom was friends with the person who ran my group. Okay. So she called my mom crying, like, th- three weeks later. She's like, I don't think Carrie likes me. She keeps leaving religion. <laughs> she keeps re- leaving confirmation class after eating dinner. So my mom yelled at me, and I'm like, I just don't believe anymore. She's like, well, why didn't you tell me? I was like, well, I don't... I didn't feel like I could tell you. She's like, well, I wasted a lot of money on that. <laughs> yeah. Um, turns out, same thing with Girl Scouts. I did not want to be in Girl Scouts like three years before I left. Oh. And she kept paying for it and being a troop leader because she thought that I wanted to be. Oh. I did not. Well, it sounds like you and your mother just have some communication issues you got to work out. That's for another episode. <laughs> There's a slight more to this, I promise, but it's good. So then my mom's like, well, we're going to see the process of pulling you out of confirmation class because it would be dishonest to you, dishonest to God, dishonest to everybody if you went through with it and you didn't believe. And I was like, yep, exactly. Actually, I told her that. And then she just kind of parroted it back. And I was like, yeah, that's right. Okay. So she called the pastor and she's like, hey, I have a kid who's not religious anymore and wants to leave. And they're like, okay, well, here's the process. Here's what you have to do. One of the things you had to do is I had to sit down and have a meeting with the youth pastor about why I wanted to leave, like leave confirmation classes. I think that's fucking great. Like, oh yeah, this is this is what you are getting brainwashed out of. Like, this is you escaping your brainwashing. So, yes, this is that's why. By the way, that's where I stand on this. All religion is just brainwashing people. But anyway, yeah, continue. Yeah, you have to. The fact that you have to sit down and have a meeting to explain why you're leaving. That's a sign that you might be brainwashed into something bad. Like Yeah. Yeah. So 
they're like, you have to sit down with him and talk to him. And I was like, okay, well, can we at least just like maybe meet at a coffee shop or something instead of the church? They're like, that's fine. So we went and got coffee. And I was like, shit. I don't know how to tell him that I don't believe in God anymore because all I can think of is he's going to have answers for all my questions and questionings. And I'm just going to be stuck in a black hole of, well, I still don't believe, but thanks anyways, you know? So like two nights before, I was like, I know, I'm going to make up a religion. Yes! That sounds great. This is this is where I'm I'm invested in this. Not I a, like the idea of making my own religion. Why do you think I worship the French goddess? Yes. So I pulled out a piece of notebook paper from the back of my homework, <laughs> sat on my bed, and I just basically scribbled out a bunch of names, made up a bunch of pronunciations and what they stood for, right? And they were all just complete bullshit. They had no basis in anything. There were 13 of them because I just thought it was a nice number to have, like, okay. whatever. I was like, oh, this one is, uh, this is the god of, of messengers or some bullshit like that. Like, oh. like I was kind of pulling a little bit from uh, um, Greek okay. mythology okay. as far so, as, like, what they were. So, okay, so you became a pagan instead. Kind of. Yeah. So then, you know, I go to this meeting with him and, like, I pull out this, like, tattered ass piece of notebook paper. I'm like, this is my religion. I'm, like, pointing at it. And he's like, can you explain it to me? <laughs> so I hadn't thought much about like the background of it. So I'm like reading off these names. So I was like, oh, this is what they do. And he's like, oh, where did they come from? And I'm like, so there are these skulls. <laughs> and I had to make up an entire background for this religion on the fly. Okay. So what was the background? Do you, can you I, remember it? Or? All I remember is something about skulls and diamonds. That was all I could pull out of my ass on the fly is something about skulls and diamonds and like how they like the world is like on like the top of a skull made out of diamonds or like some bullshit like that and like the skull is like the ultimate god and he's twirling it with like a finger like a basketball like a Harlem Globetrotter and and Kevin's like okay cool (laughs) great. He's like, well, you seem to have a pretty good head on your shoulders as far as this whole thing goes. Um, I've seen some people really go off the deep end about their religion. <laughs> I was like, yep, this is great. He's like, well, you can leave. And I was like, fantastic. <laughs> so side note, I got institutionalized for trying to kill myself like, like three or four or five months later. And I asked them if I could take the piece of paper with me when I was like in the ward. Yeah. And they told me I couldn't. And that was the last I ever saw of that paper. Oh, <laughs> Somebody threw it out and I was like, well, there goes my religion. Yeah. Yeah. That's a shame. It was okay, though. Well, I'm glad that you made your own religion. I mean, I, yeah. At least at least you did something good, you know. I made my own religion to get out of Lutheranism, which was not that bad of a religion, I'll consider. <laughs> Now that I no longer work at Menards, it's I should also say something about how shitty Menards is. Because mm-hmm. if you're not aware, Menards sells. Uh, so Menards actually charges their employees for their uniforms. So I, I had an employee today who told me, yeah, my bag's broke, right? And I was like, okay, why don't you go get a new one? He's like, that's going to charge. They're going to charge me five bucks for a new badge. They literally charge $5 for the bags that you need to clock in and clock out every day. What the fuck? Are you f- yeah, yeah. Like, so when I get hired on, if, if I don't have a name badge, you you don't know who I am, and I can't clock in, so I can't get paid. Wow. Tell me that's not fucking bullshit. That is bullshit. Like, the, the fact that they charge $5. Like, I, I talked to one of the cart pushers, and one of the cart pushers was like, yeah, my green, my high visibility shirt, that cost me 15 bucks. Like... Bro, how much yeah. you getting paid? Eleven dollars an hour? Yeah. And you're you're fucking pay you have to pay fifteen dollars for a fucking shirt? Like so realistically he just worked for two hours. Yeah. It's not fucking, fucking bullshit. Like yeah. absolute if you don't boycott Menards, you're a piece of shit. Support that. I don't support fucking if you have to fucking pay my uniforms for my work are all free. Yeah. And and it's bullshit that they're going to charge these poor kids. They're like out of high school, and like because these kids are just out of high school, they don't know shit. So they're just like, yeah, I thought that all jobs fucking charge for the uniform. No, no. If you the war, most they'll pay is maybe like 
hand like washing. What is it like dry cleaning? I may have to pay for dry cleaning. That's the like I am expected to pay for my washings. I, my uniforms are actually in the washer right now, so like it's stupid. recap for Penny is then. So Penny is my ghost. Okay. So quite essentially she is attached to me. She follows me around everywhere I go. I can send her places. I think it seems to be that. Are you sending her over to me? No, but I did send her to Jeremy the other day. Okay. Because um, I've been having some issues with, I don't know if it's spirits or what, but um, for example, today at work, I sat there and watched a uh, item fall fly off the shelf. It didn't fall. It more like it was in like a contain like a box and like it, like you know how they have them lined up. It was mm-hmm. in one of those boxes and it like came out of the box and almost hit this customer in the head. And I was like, wow, you almost got hit there. And he's like, he he didn't say anything. He was just like he looked at me like I was crazy. I was like, bro. And then this more um. I came home today. You ummed. I did um. Fuck. Um. I came home today and I went to the bathroom and my shower curtain is knocked down and there's water in the bathtub. And I think that's fucking weird because like when I left, I don't remember there being water in my bathtub at all. So I don't know. Maybe somebody came into my house and took a shower, but like, I don't know. Just weird shit's starting to happen over here, and I don't know if it's because I fuck with stupid shit all the time, or if it's because Penny's coming over and messing around with my stuff. And I highly doubt it's Penny, but, uh... Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to tell us how you, uh, met Penny? I would love to. Why'd you... Whatever. Because I said, um... Oh. So basically, Penny is the ghost that is attached to me. My mom, I love my mom dearly. She's not the smartest when it comes to shit like this. So she held a seance in her house. Amazing. Uh, she invited like all, like me and my two siblings, my aunts, some coworkers of hers and like friends over. And the psychic who's like gave specific instructions, you know, is as this far a, as like an actual psychic, or is this one of those? Oh, I'm a psychic. psychic. She seems pretty legit. Like, there's some stuff that she knew about that wouldn't make sense otherwise. Like, she knew that my grandmother, who had deceased when I was like two, technically my grandpa's like long-term girlfriend, but she was always Grandma Pat to me. Um, she knew that she hated boring curtains. And at one point during it, she was saying, you know, there's a, there's a spirit here, there's a presence here who's really mad about your curtains, Lori. And my mom was like, what is she mad about? She said, they're boring. There's not enough buttons on them. Oh. Which Pat used to sew buttons on all the curtains because she thought they were just boring. Okay. So it's like kind of stuff like that. Yeah. It's like really random shit. Like that's not going to be on Facebook. That's not going to yeah. be on just, social media. I, I don't know. I, I, I am semi-skeptical. Mm-hmm. Like it is, it, it, I mean... Psychicism is it's a lot of grasping. It's you're you're mm-hmm. grasping for stuff. And so I am a little skeptical about it, but like I'm also not at the same like I believe. Mm-hmm. I believe in the spirit in the paranormal, I believe in all that, but I also go in it with a I, I go in it with, with uh what is it? A, a grain of salt. Yeah. I try to keep a pretty healthy dose of skepticism. I'm not going to completely discredit it, but I'm also yeah. not going to be like, fuck yeah, everybody who says they're a psychic is real. Yes. But I do see some legitimacy with her. Okay. So we're in the middle of the seance, and she, like, turns to me, and she's like, oh, you have a ghost attached to you. And I'm like, I have a what now? <laughs> a hum what? <laughs> she's like, yeah, you have a ghost. It's a little girl. I don't personally remember if she said exactly what age but it was like the six to eight range so like a child but not like a toddler okay she said um she is wearing a yellow sundress uh she's black she has her hair in braids and they have those big like giant beads on the end of them like the big colorful beads yeah and she really really likes when you make mac and cheese and i was like 
damn. Do you make good mac and cheese? I make the best fucking mac and cheese. Good. <laughs> like, I, even if I start with the box shit, it always ends up being really good. I like to add, like, garlic and stuff to it to change the flavor up a little bit every time. And I was eating a lot of mac and cheese at the time. Like, okay. that was, like, my yeah. my fucking drug of choice. That is my go-to. So, that is my go-to. Yeah. Um, as well. <laughs> and, uh, I'm like, yeah. and I'm just, like, I remember sitting there, like, why am I eating mac and cheese for, like, the fourth day in a row? <laughs> like, this is a little ridiculous right now. So, I kind of initially just kind of uh, was, like, oh, this is kind of cool, but kind of put it in the back of my mind. But then, something did happen, which involved my sister's roommate, my sister's college roommate, Who's from out of state? She came up, she stayed with us for a night before they went up to my sister's apartment, my sister's college apartment. And this girl, they pretty much had like just met like a week or two before. They didn't really know each other that well. So obviously, my, my sister's not gonna like spill all these details yeah. about it. Um, so is this just a friend or? Yeah, it was okay. just a, it okay. was, it was paired through the college. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, it was just paired through the college. They didn't really know each other super well. And, huh. So we have a bunch of extra mattresses, so um, we dragged one of the mattresses into my sister's room. Leah slept in her bed, her roommate slept on the floor on the mattress, and everything's fine. Yeah. So it's like three in the morning, and uh, the roommate wakes up, and she just like doesn't feel right, like she feels like somebody's watching her, right? Which is a pretty kind of standard thing if you wake up in an unfamiliar place. And she rolls over, and Penny is standing next to the bed, staring at her. Like, staring up, staring at her like she's just, like, looking, kind of playing with the beads in her hair a little bit. And then she kind of waves and, like, floats back out through the window. And the window was closed. Okay. There is nothing for you to go on underneath my sister's window, because that's a straight drop. That's a two-story drop to the ground. There's no trees or anything. And the roommate has refused from that point on to ever even step foot in my mom's house. Yeah, I would too. Like, and like I'm never like, came back. Like, she she woke up to an to an apparition staring at her in the middle of the night. Yeah. And we didn't realize what, like, we're like, oh, you know, oh shit, that's crazy. But then she described the girl and it's like, shit, this is the girl that's attached to Carrie who's sleeping in the next bedroom. I was in the room next yeah, to hers. Yeah. So I was like, she was curious about who the fuck was in the house. So that's Penny. She's legit cool, though. Yeah. Like, as far as ghosts go, she's helped me find a bunch of stuff. She's, hap- she's helped Ash find a few things. Oh, my God. So she found my my TV remote. Thank you, Penny, if you're here with us. Uh, I definitely have goosebumps just listening to that story. Like, that's, <laughs> that's spooky. But, um, yeah, thank you, Penny, for um, finding my TV remote. I, that is proof that you have succeeded. You have you have you are you exist in my book like yeah because you yeah. you said it because I said I said if you if you can find my TV remote you you exist in my book and my TV remote's been missing for like months and it magically reappeared right on the couch like right under the couch just like right next to your phone I was like yeah. oh hey <laughs> like that's that's probably why your phone fell between yeah. the couch was so yeah you find it like yeah so like that's been missing for fucking months I looked down there for so many fucking times I mm-hmm. couldn't find it. So the fact that it reappeared is amazing. Next like, to my phone, which was yeah. lit up with your name because yeah. you called me. Yeah, yeah. And then even even the fact that I was too lazy to actually put up the footrest myself. Yeah, and so you, I did you it. Over and and <laughs> like that that fucking uh, I freaked out a little bit. Like it's it's good. It's she's she's definitely a very positive spirit, and I'm yeah. glad you don't have anything negative attached. Mm-hmm. But considering shit's now getting weird. Um, and you might have your own. I might have my own, yeah, um, honestly. I wouldn't be surprised as far as, like, if Penny kind of drives them out when she's here. She's very, like, she's very much been, like, my right-hand ghost, yeah. if that makes sense. I don't yeah. know if it does. Like, I've been to haunted places since then. You know, obviously, I lived in my mom's house for God, I don't want to say God knows how long, but a couple years. Um, any other time I've gone anywhere that's been like a haunted location or whatever, like I haven't really had any problems. She's always been very protective. Yeah. So I think from what, from what the psychic told us is that she sees me as like an older sister. Okay. So like, I'm not her mother or anything, but I am her older sister. Yeah. So she protects me and I protect her in a way. So like, I don't like, I'll tell her if like someone's going to sage or something so that she can go and be okay. Yeah. 
because I don't want her to get hurt. And she's honestly, my little ghost I do, sister. Yep. And I, I do <laughs> sage my house every so often. I should probably have saged after realizing my my shower. I used, I was just like I put it in cause I'm like ah oh, fuck it. I like put my fucking shower uh, pole back up and mm -hmm. I was like I just like really this is happening now like yeah but i did deep daughter spirit candle so i mean this yeah, is what i get for fucking around you know that's on you man yeah that's 100 percent on you yeah but, um but yeah what else has penny found your bra too she did she <laughs> penny found your cosplay bra yes um she found something else of yours as well besides those two things yeah i don't know what the oh, thing was but uh she's found a lot of things and So yeah, she's, that's... Yeah, she seems to have been finding, like, the very important things. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, the TV remote, pretty important, considering that's your monitor and that's all yeah, you Yeah, I mean, I don't... I, I, <laughs> most of the time, I just turn it off from here anyway, but, like, that's going to definitely make my life a little bit easier. Well, yeah, if you're actually watching an anime or something, yeah. like, you can I can now turn it and... out and uh, sit back and watch anime instead of sitting it in front of the TV monitor, like, inches away, so, like, in... Yeah. Watch anime. Exactly. So she's pretty legit. Like, yeah. if if we end up with like joint custody of my ghost, I wouldn't be mad. Okay, because so. I know that we were joking about that earlier. Um, <laughs> because like I did notice, like like I did say something to you earlier when I saw the thing fall off the cut, uh, fall off the and shelf the, and the wing at B Dubs. Don't forget your wing moved at B Dubs too. Oh yeah, my wing did move at B Dubs. Like I I. It like, I it, like move. it like fall or yeah. whatever it did. It, it like it didn't like move move, but it moved a little like you know just a few inches, you know like mm -hmm. and like I see shit like that happen all the time where like I'll see something move and mm -hmm. I'm fucking getting show up I'm down my back and just talking <laughs> about this, but like I see stuff move all the time and I just like I just like uh, whatever like it's, yeah. it's part of life, you know. So like I don't know. Um, I mean, if we joint custodied Penny, it would not be the worst because she will protect you. Yeah, especially since I don't know what's what the what my spirit is if yeah. if I do have a spirit. But like considering shit's now breaking, I mean, I did. I also noticed that I heard knocking the other day, and I was like, "Hey, knock it off!" You know, like mm -hmm. stop. I'm not having a good day. Like yeah, and Penny's short too, so I don't think that one was her. Yeah, um, she's like an eight year old kid. Yeah, <laughs> like... So, like I don't know what it was, but something in my kitchen like knocked earlier. Um, and, or not, like, a couple of days ago, it, it, I heard, like, a knocking sound, and I was just like, not today. I had came home, and I was having a bad day, and I was just like, not today. Don't fuck with me today. Like, you can yeah. stick around, oh, and I probably regret, I, I probably yeah. said you can stick around, and that probably was like, oh, that was probably Yeah, that was probably your invitation, yeah. and that was a bad choice. Yeah, but, um, I don't really care, like, it is what it is, it's part of life. It happened. It's not yeah. changing anytime soon. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it just... as long as he doesn't, uh, as long as my spirit doesn't cause trouble, I mean, yeah. Awesome. If it causes trouble, I get the sage and I'll sage my entire house. Yeah, well, we'll set you up with my mom's, uh, my mom's psychic, and she'll amazing. She'll let you know what's going on. It'll be really weird if I actually know your psychic, your mom's psychic, because I know a couple <laughs> of psychics up here now. Like, yeah. Um, when I first moved up here, I went to a apothecary mm. who happened to know. They have, happen to have psychics that come in, and yeah. I, I didn't talk, like, I, I don't pay them for the psychics or anything, but, like, I've, I've talked to a couple of them yeah. on and off, like I, like, I haven't, like, done anything with them, but, like, I have talked to them, so mm -hmm. it'll be interesting if uh, your your mom's psychic happens to work with Aurora's Apothecary as well. Yeah. Shout out to Aurora's Apothecary. Um, I am not sponsored by her, but... She grows all of her own herbs, and she's an amazing woman. Super legit shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's cool. Have you met Aurora? No. Oh. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just. One of these days. You. One of these days, we definitely need to go stop there. Yes. Like, ooh. Like, I would love to. I've been wanting to stop there pretty much since I moved back up here. I've just never really like, not even necessarily not had the time, but just like it just wasn't right for me. She also has moment. another, uh, another shop that she just re she just opened up in Door County. Really? Yes. Nice. It's, uh, I don't know where in Door County, but mm -hmm. from what she was saying, it's somewhere off of Main Street. Okay. If that means anything. Um, I mean, shout Dor out for her. <laughs> Door County is a county, so. Yeah. I don't know where, she said, it, it's like, 
right where like the shopping is all happening. Oh, there. oh, okay. So okay. I mean, yeah. it's right off of the. It's right there, you know. Yeah, it's right, right there. in the middle of everything. It's right in the middle of everything. So gotcha. if you if you see Aurora's apothecaries, definitely stop by. They're pretty cool. I heard. I've heard. I've, I know a few few people have yeah. gone in there. I just, it's never been quite right for. I get all moment. my herbs from Aurora. I will probably need to, I'll probably stop there tomorrow. Yeah. Just because I have uh, to go and buy sage because I burned all of mine. Because ghosties. Because ghosties. Yay. Yay. goddess sorry to interrupt this here uh, podcast but uh, i just want to remind you all to subscribe and follow andrew's other social medias his instagram is god god's place his tiktok and only fans are both the god post his twitter is god post one and his discord is fridge underscore goddess hashtag zero six zero zero capital f and a capital g all of these links will also be in the description below so check there for easy access Thanks for listening to the Drunken Panda Cast, and of course, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, do it. Like, right now. That's all I got for now. Thanks for listening. Fridge Goddess, out. Yeet! My eating habits. What do you eat? Almost no real food. I mean... He gets real mad about it, especially because when I do eat real food, it is mostly, like, salads or pizza. I mean, <laughs> that's funny that you only eat salads and pizza, considering what we were talking about earlier. Yeah. That's, that is interesting. Yeah, it's mostly salad and pizza, and then, like, I'll go to the gas station and get, like, energy drinks or whatever. And then that's usually what I'll have for a couple of days, and then I'll have actual food. Yeah. And then he gets really mad because it's only salads or pizza. I mean, and he's like, he's like, you have to eat real food, but you have to diversify your diet. And you I was should like, diversify your diet if if you want to to live healthy. Like I I diversify my diet, but I also skip meals every so often. You know, like I today, mean, if I die at thirty, I die at thirty. Oh well, rest in peace. <laughs> That's pretty much. We'll cremate your body. Please do. I don't want to be buried. Really? I really do not. What do you want to do when you're dead? I want to win the lottery. Um, no. What I really want to do is I do want to be cremated. That is a definitive. Um, I would like to go through hydrolysis if I can, which will basically... It's another step in the cremation process that makes it so that I can more or less be returned to the earth in a healthy manner with less chemicals. Are you planning on getting involved? No. Okay. I do not want to be embalmed. Um, I just want to be burned up and call it good. Nothing? No open casket? Funeral? Nothing? No, I'm just not comfortable with it. I'm not comfortable with the idea of being dead and just having my body laying there for people to look at. Oh, see, and, I... And, like, touch me. And, like, touch my body without like me being there. It's, it's a, it is a healthy way to deal with death. And I feel like that's something I would like. But if it's not possible, it's not possible. How many open cask? How many how many open casket funerals have you been to? What? That's why. Okay, that's <laughs> fucking creepy. <laughs> well, and I also I also don't want to have like if I were to have a funeral, I don't want to have a funeral at a, at a funeral home. I would definitely have a home funeral. Um, <laughs> a home funeral instead of a funeral home. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so they, it's possible you it can is, have yeah. a home funeral, and like it's it's something it's an option. Mm-hmm. And you should always keep that in mind that you you can have a home funeral. You can have. I actually have know a. Um, I know somebody who like works with dead bodies. Like, mm-hmm. I can't think of what the name is, but uh, like not an embalmer, but like mortician. Yes, I know a mortician. So mm-hmm. like I, I can have my body worked on. Yeah. And I don't have to worry about that because I have a mortician as a friend. So yeah. I have a mortician that can come and deal with that. So that's that's a lot of money that cannot be spent on funeral yeah and not to say anything about bad about funeral homes but a lot of them are oh you want to spend you gotta spend your money otherwise you're you don't care about your dad kind of yeah there's it's it's an industry that i was actually very heavily considering going into yes um i actually I didn't go through with applying for but i have looked up the application processes for the mortuary science um degrees up in Minnesota 
I was going to do that. That's what my goal was actually for several years in high school. Okay. Went through a bunch of conferences for it, like through the health club and whatnot. It was weird because we'd go to like these big health co- health clubs for like Northeast Wisconsin or just all of Wisconsin, yeah. these huge conferences for this club that are in all these high schools. And here's all these kids who are like, oh, I want to be a doctor. I want to be a podiatrist. I want to be a pediatrician. I want to be a dentist. And then here's me. I want to work with the dead people. And they're like, what are you, what? And I was like, well, I still need to, you know, go through school for it. I still need to do stuff with the body. I, mean, I still need to be I'm comfortable with it. I wanted to become a forensic toxicologist. Yeah. Thank God I didn't. Um, but I I did want to become a forensic toxicologist. Uh, if you don't know what that is. Um, that then is you somebody, suck. That is somebody who basically opens up the body and they check the stomach at contents. They mm-hmm. All they do is stomach contents. Like... Mm-hmm. To make sure that you're not... If, if you were murdered, I'd find out what how you were poisoned, pretty much. Is what a forensic toxicologist would do. Yes. So... Which is cool. Yeah. Because the first time that I went to college was for forensic science. So I was more interested in the CSI side of yes. things. So initially I was going to go for mortuary science. Um, I dropped that idea because out-of-state tuition is, first of all, ridiculous. That would have been like a six-year program. Which, again, would have been fucking ridiculous. I would have drowned in debt. I would yeah. have been out of state, way far away from my family. So I decided then to change. I was going to do four years of biology to get a degree and then get my teaching certification so I could be a high school teacher, like a full-time teacher. Yeah. Um, plot twist, I ended up being a sub instead, but that's fine. And then I dropped that like at the last possible minute and did forensic science at the tech. Okay, here, okay. Actually. And I did a year of that, and that was the coolest thing I've ever done. I remembered a lot of the stuff for it, too, actually, so there's some stuff that I can show you if you ever want. Oh, yeah. Some... I, there's reasons I didn't go into forensic toxicology. There's some tips and tricks that I can yeah. teach you, like how to do an at-home fume hood to do prints. Amazing. I can show you how to do that. Okay. It's really easy. Why, would, why I would want to do anything like this is beyond me, but okay. Because it's cool. I mean, it is cool. It's cool. But... That's like the only fucking reason you need. And we don't need a lot of stuff to do it. Most fume hoods, realistically, are just like a 10-gallon fish tank and a light bulb. Okay? Okay. <laughs> the, mobile, the mobile fume hoods are never yeah. that elaborate because they're going to get covered in glue anyways. Yeah. And it was so fucking cool to do that. I'm really pissed because we almost had a body farm in Appleton. Yeah. Did you know about that? I did not know this. Yes. Over by the airport. Okay. Is where the public safety building is, which is where we did my second semester. So they have a mock village. So they have an entire village built out there. I didn't know this. This humongous campus for public safety. Okay. They have a... So would they allow people that are not in class to walk this village or... I'm not sure. Oh, well, Actually, I guess that's a, 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 it's something I want to go find out then. Yeah. Um, they have a burn tower, which okay. is really cool because it's basically this humongous tower where you can control how hot a fire is burning and yeah. see how it reacts to different materials being thrown in. Okay. So, like, it's like, I don't know, it's like 24 feet high or some shit like that. And it's just this long column and you can, like, control the airflow and, like, yeah. the uh, materials that are being put in. Um, they have an airplane that was donated to them. That they use for like SWAT drills. Okay. And like the police drills. They have a drowning pond that they use for scuba certifications for like um, yeah. search and rescue. They have a giant hill that they carved out in tunnels that they use for SWAT stuff as well and for Homeland Security for the nice. Homeland program, which I think is really fucking cool. And we almost had a fucking body farm, which would have been the coolest shit ever. Yeah. For those that don't know what a body farm is, Then you can be on the body farm. <laughs> because what it is, is it's people who have donated their bodies to science. Yes. And they essentially are put out in controlled environments to study things like the rate of decay. They study how things de- decay in different environments. You know, for example, somebody that's buried in a shallow grave versus somebody sitting in a car versus somebody that's been put up in a tree. How are they going to handle um, our type of weather and our oh, type of climate. Like, yes. You know what? How, how are they going to decompose? How will they decompose? What will happen next? We'll find out. But we almost got one. And then the president of the college decided it would be bad PR and axed it. 
And then he got mad and axed our entire program. Oh, what a shame. No, it pisses me off because we got a brand new lab, brand new everything. We had a whole fucking CSI lab that we could use and like an, an evidence room full of equipment. And it's just nothing now. It's wasted. What do they do with it? It's, I don't know. Okay, last topic. Last topic is about the time that my cousin and my sister almost killed my other cousin when they were children. Amazing. Yeah. So. Was it intentional or accidental? Accidental. Um, But it could have been really, really bad. So basically, my dad's house, which is where I grew up, is next to a park. Most of the equipment has been torn out now, but at the time it was just a full little kid's park. Are you going to make it? Yeah, I am. Bad wine? Don't worry about it. Okay. Anyways. So. My sister is the youngest of the three, right? And my female cousin, Shy, she's the oldest. Sean is the middle. And then there's my sister. And at this point, they're pretty young. They're like, probably like six, seven, eight, nine. Kind of that area. Yeah. And they go over to the park a lot. So they go over to the park, and everyone's having a grand old time. Okay. And um, one of them had the bright idea. They said, hey, remember how we watched that program on bungee jumping the other day? And they said, yeah. They said, let's do that. So they ran back to the house, and they grabbed a jump rope. And... (laughs) Oh, shit. I already know where this is going. Do you? Did Keep I tell going. you this story? No, you haven't. But I, oh. I can see what's about to happen if you're getting a jump rope. Yeah, so we grab a jump rope. Or not we, but they grab a jump rope. And they go back to the park and they go to what we call the big slide. So it's this giant, like, seven foot tall metal slide. Middle of summer. It's like 10 million degrees. Okay. And they all climb up there and they're kind of debating, like, who's going to go down? Who's going to go down first? And they decide on Sean. Right? Okay. So they're like, okay, let's do this. So they tie his feet together and they tie the other end of the jump rope to the top of the slide, like to the supports. And I'm so glad they did this. First thing they did was they sent him like face first down the slide to make sure that the rope would hold his weights. Yeah. So then it held. So he shimmies back up, they pull him back up. Great. So then he's like, all right, we're gonna do this. I'm gonna bungee jump. And he jumps off the side of the slide with just the jump rope. And if you've ever touched a jump rope, you know that it's not a bungee cord. So he bounces a tiny bit and ends up dangling and swinging back and forth in midair with nothing supporting him except for this jump rope while my sister and my other cousin are like screaming, like what the fuck basically. (laughs) So they're like, okay, well that didn't work. You know, we'll do some other game. So they start to try to pull him up. But they couldn't. They weren't strong enough. Oh, shit. And he can't pull himself up, obviously, because he's hanging upside down by his feet in the middle of the air, like three or four feet off the ground. <laughs> so they're trying to pull the rope up. They can't. He's trying to, like, help himself up with one of the supports. He can't get it. They're like, well, what the hell do we do? Well, so we lower him instead. They can't do that because they couldn't undo the knot. Okay. So what they do is they run back to the house and they leave him there. Oh my god! (laughs) Oh no! They leave him dangling in the park by himself, by his feet, while they run back to my my house. And my mom is in the kitchen doing dishes. And they hurriedly explain what's going on. She looks out the kitchen window, which has a perfect view of the park. And she just sees Sean hanging upside down, arms above his head, just hanging there by his feet. Jesus. So she grabs a butcher knife (laughs) and like her arms are still full of suds. They're full of soap. She grabs a butcher knife and my, (laughs) again, I love my mom dearly and I will not show her this episode because there's a little bit of shade going on here, but she has a very good pissed off face. (laughs) She has very good body language for this. So she turns around tight lipped literally shaking with anger, holding this butcher knife. 
she stomps out of the house and stomps across the parking lot to the park. And he's still just dangling there because he can't do anything. Yeah. So he's just like slowly rotating, yeah. you know, as, as stuff yeah. does as it's hanging. And, you know, he looks up and he's like, oh, Auntie Lori, Auntie Lori. She goes over, grabs the rope, cuts it down and like lowers him, unties him, unties the rope and then cuts the entire jump rope with the with the butcher knife in the middle of the park into two inch sections brings it back home, tosses it in the driveway, and burns it. And, like, starts it on fire. This pile of jump Why? ropes. Why? <laughs> um, we were banned from ever having jump ropes ever again. Jesus. So that rule actually stayed for my entire life. Except for one time, my mom's like, you know, Tony and Carrie didn't do anything, so me and my younger brother didn't do anything, so let's, uh, let's give them a jump rope. You know, Carrie likes to jump rope. Yeah. Um, I got that banned about three days later. What did you do? Um, I don't want to talk about it because this has been a really good episode so far. Oh, okay. But I will just say that I um, did not realize how much it hurt to whip people with a jump rope. Oof. And I cornered the neighbor kid. Oh, no. And I whipped the shit out of her. Like she came home covered in welts. <sighs> Jesus. She was older than me, too, by the way. She was, I believe, I believe she's two years older than me. She came home covered in welts and welts and sobbing. And mom again took the jump rope. This time she took kitchen scissors, cut the entire jump rope up into tiny pieces, and made me watch as she burned it. Wow. So that's why we are no longer allowed to have jump ropes, and that rule has continued even as my sister and my cousins have had children. They have not been allowed jump ropes. Wow. My family is clearly not responsible. Yeah, yeah just a little bit. That's about all the time we have for this episode. Thank you for listening. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast on whatever device you have, uh, wherever it's at. It could be on Spotify, iPhone, whatever. Um, subscribe there. Check the description for the links. I have my Instagram, YouTube, Discord, whatever. is all in the description below. Um, but thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Andrew. I'm Carrie, your co-host. And this was the Drunken Panda Cast. Yeet. Yeet. <laughs>